This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Biden's done, finally, after 54 years in the federal government, the man who has made more money and done more damage than any federal employee in U.S. history is uh, calling it a career. Of course, he's not leaving right away. He's uh, leaving in December, just before a Republican Congress takes over and uh, just before the subpoenas arrive. We will discuss the legacy of the evil elf, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who uh, did just so much damage. Uh, I got, I got thoughts. I got lots of images in my mind, things for which he is responsible, just disastrous things. I know he did one good thing. If you're a Democrat, one thing, he helped defeat Trump and that's all that matters to you. But when you look back, look back at our uh, response to the pandemic over the last two and a half years, nobody can objectively say, this guy did a good job. You can you can make a candle with him on there and have posters and yard signs, but you cannot make the case that he, Anthony Fauci, was anything but an unmitigated disaster. We will review uh, his at least the last two and a half years of his disastrous half century in uh, in the federal bureaucracy. <clears throat> also, uh, Tom Brady is back. He did not record an episode of Masked Singer, I don't believe. But what he did, in some ways, it's worse. In some ways, it's worse. We'll re- react to the uh, 11-day break Tom Brady took from season. Um, a Buffalo Bills writer who's covering the best team in the NFL, the most exciting team, one of the best young quarterbacks of all time, he has a problem with something in the uh, Bills preseason you won't believe it. We'll get to it. We got a on the internet. We got a feud. A feud on uh, social media. A heavyweight bout. Dave Portnoy versus Alex Stein. And I'm just going to say, I'm an Alex Stein guy. I'm an Alex Stein guy. We will tell you why the the absolute, absolutely insane Alex Stein, Alex Stein has triggered. Dave Portnoy, the trans inmate that we told you about who, who uh, knocked up two of his fellow inmates in the woman's prison. He is uh, staging a protest. He is threatening to do something to harm himself if he's forced to uh, bunk with the boys. And I know you're going to find this shocking, but Joe Biden lied. Uh, John Solomon has the report. The White House knew everything about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Of course they did. We knew that. Everyone knew that, but uh, they denied it. And uh, we now have, uh, we have the facts and it's, it's clear that uh, Joe Biden or the people who controlling Joe Biden ordered the code red. We'll tell you all about that and a lot more on today's Callahan show brought to you by Nugenics. There it is. There's my Nugenics. Hey guys, let me ask you, are you getting up there in age and feel like you can't get in shape anymore? It's not your fault. As men age, our bodies naturally lose free testosterone, the man hormone. It happens to every man and can make it more difficult to stay in shape and be energetic and active. You want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Well, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get better results in the gym, and help you look and feel like 
not the man you really want to be. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics's formula is backed by 10 years of science and research. Re-energize your life and help get back that winning edge you had in your youth. You can get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text Jerry to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever. Text Jerry to 231-231. Message and data rate supply. Terms available at Nugenics.com slash terms. <clears throat> All right. We have so much to get to. I'm just going to ask right off the bat, what is the legacy of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the the smarmy, the sanctimonious megalomaniac who was the driving force behind our disastrous COVID response. I've seen this for the last day. I mean, this broke early yesterday after we were done recording, but it broke and immediately you had the uh, tributes to him from the left. Now they can only come up with one real tangible thing he did, and it's important to them. He helped defeat, he helped undermine Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, when he comes back, uh, if he's running, he's running, is going to have to answer to one thing above all others. Why did you not fire the, 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 the nefarious garden gnome? Why did you not, why did you listen to this guy? Just, just, just keep in mind, everything that we did, everything we did wrong was because of Dr. Anthony Fauci. School shutdowns business closings, uh, um, uh, social distancing, uh, masks, double masks, uh, filling in skate parks with sand, shutting down playgrounds, canceling sports. It all began with Anthony Fauci. Now, I know there's lots of suburban soccer moms who still love him, who still have their Fauci candles. And I guess, I guess if you hate Trump more than anything in this world, that you can overlook all the damage he did. But I'm going to give you a couple examples from, from the, that I will never forget. I will never forget. And most of the media, they will. They don't care. They, they will cover up. They will spin. They will do whatever they can to, uh, to, to make sure his, his legacy as some kind of hero is intact as he walks away. But you know what? You're not being honest. You're not being honest. You can't think our response to the pandemic was a success. I mean, I mean, I think I'm, I, I'm proud to say I was right from the beginning, uh, from the fall of 2020, uh, 2021. I mean, I, early on, we knew it affected the elderly, the obese early on. We knew of natural immunity, which Fauci never mentions, at least not this time. We'll get to his, his, uh, his thoughts on natural immunity, immunity when it came to the flu, but when it came to COVID, just keep this in mind, everything he did was geared towards a couple of, first of all, defeating Trump, but then helping create Pfizer billionaires. And eventually he'll probably be one too. He's fabulously wealthy, the highest paid federal employee ever. His pension will be more than the president of the United States makes his pension. That is obscene. This guy's already made tens of millions of dollars in kickbacks from drug companies, but 
Uh, that's not enough. That's not enough. His pension. And he'll probably live forever. The really bad guys, they do. By the way, we can't do this. We couldn't do this show a year ago. We couldn't do it. Well, I've mentioned many times we were taken down off YouTube a couple of times. Once for just playing sound from Jonathan Isaac, the uh, Orlando Magic player who uh, didn't want to get vaccinated. And he talked about why. And he, you know, he criticized the vaccine. And YouTube uh, took it down. You couldn't criticize Fauci for two years, which is sick. I mean, that's just sick. The guy's wrong about everything. And if you pointed it out, you'd be kicked off Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, you name it. You'd be kicked off for criticizing the man who shut down schools and hurt immeasurably children in this country. Quickly, here's my, uh, some of my, some of my, and, and the commenters here, I'd love to hear from you what your, what in your mind is the enduring legacy of the evil elf? What will you always remember? Here's a story which doesn't get, I mean, we've talked about it. I, I mentioned it every day for like a couple of months, but this was actually tweeted out by the CDC and ignored mostly by the mainstream media. But this was from June. 11th, 2021, CDC tweet, uh, emergent new emergency department visits for suspected suicide attempts among U.S. adolescent girls 12 to 17 rose 51% between February 2021 and March 20, March 20, 2021. Emergency room visits from young girls 12 to 17 trying to kill themselves rose 51%. Okay. Commenters or Ironhead, just give me a thought. How, how many times other than from me, have you heard that number that, 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 that over, emergency rooms were overrun with young girls hurting themselves because they were isolated because you took away their, their social life, their sports, their school, their learning, sat them in front of a, a, a told them they couldn't go out, you know, told them they couldn't go out and run around, kept them inside, locked away in front of a screen. That's Fauci's legacy to me. Um, Greg Price has a great tweet on this talking about what we'll remember. It'll be the, the lasting image will be your grandfather dying alone in a nursing home while Fauci is doing a photo shoot for Vogue magazine. That is that the famous one where he's by the pool with the sunglasses in style. There's a, there's a, uh, that was in style. <laughs> in style magazine. This little narcissist is doing photo shoots for in style magazine while emergency rooms are overrun with little girls cutting themselves. I, 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 I'm lost. I'm at a loss to explain how anybody, I don't care how liberal you are, give him credit. He defeated the evil orange man, but he also destroyed thousands hundreds of thousands of lives, kids' lives, grown-up businesses, shuttered businesses, schools closed, insane rules at where you have to keep stay six feet apart based on nothing, on nothing. Then you have his masks at the beginning. Oh, no, you don't want to wear masks. Masks don't do anything. Oh, yes, you do need masks. Oh, you know what? One mask isn't enough. You need two masks. He said last week, that we should start masking again. The guy is just, he's been out of control for two and a half years. All right, I'm going to give you another one. And you can 
throw these up on the screen if people want to watch along. How about high school band members? Now, this isn't kids trying to kill themselves, although maybe some of them did after they were humiliated like this. High school band members forced into little pods to play their clarinets, little green pods. Uh, it, it, I mean, no science behind it, just complete and utter overreaction because the, 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 the panic porn that was peddled from this, this little monster. And by the way, his sidekick, Deborah Burks, who belongs, they both belong in prison, by the way. And I'm just, I, I tweeted this and people said, what would the charges be? I mean, I don't know. How about murder? <laughs> How about kids killing themselves? Because these these absolute tyrants said we must shut down schools. We can't play sports. And I know we've talked about it many times. Right in my neighborhood, they, they took down the rims at a basketball court. They put a big fence around a skate park. They filled uh, back, they filled skate parks up with sand. Yeah, that, that's that famous video. I think it's in L.A. or in, in Venice Beach where they're plowing. They got a... Uh, bulldozer plowing sand into a skate park not far away from there they arrested a sole solo paddleboarder on the ocean by himself now we all look back now and know this reaction was insane was was wrong was flat out wrong it didn't work all right it didn't work what we did was i mean here's this this thing is just i know it's comical i know we can laugh but this didn't have to happen this this is forced on these poor kids by adults who were in, who were in a panic because Fauci lied to them over and over and over again. Quick question, quick, quick question for you. He was on TV every day for like a year. Do you ever remember him mentioning, Oh, I don't know. Natural immunity. Do you ever mentioning ever remember him mentioning that maybe you should get out and exercise that we have a disease, a, a virus that's attacking obese people, overweight people. 80% of people hospitalized with COVID were over were obese. Do you ever remember the leading public health official saying it'd be a good idea to get in shape? Oh, wait, he shut down the gyms and closed the playgrounds and canceled sports. That's just insane what we did in response to this. We did immeasurable damage to children and I guess to def- and 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 the, the the beneficiary of as always with with fauci was Pfizer we talked about this the other day there was a there's like nine or ten new billionaires on the in, at, at Pfizer executives at Pfizer who are now billionaires because fauci and Burks and Biden and company and Trump for a while forced people to get a vaccine that doesn't work it's and he's still talking about you got to get boosted and double back and and you're going wait a second you're double boosted and you got covid and you had it for like three weeks biden's double boosted jill's double boosted what i i still want to know why any healthy young person will get a vaccine that doesn't stop the transmission they don't die when they get it it's a personal decision so if you decide to get it great if you don't so what and yet this guy keeps shilling for it the greatest big pharma salesman ever and he'll be working, he'll be on the board at Pfizer in oh, four months, five months, and he'll be he'll be one of those Pfizer billionaires. All right, another lasting uh image, and, and this 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 bothered me for so long. I mean, if you've been listening, you know this thing set me off uh a while ago. This was from uh April 2021. 
Um, actually, once you get the news report on this, I, I, I sent it to you, Ironhead. It's a family from Georgia heading to New York, kicked off a Southwest airline flight because their two-year-old autistic son wouldn't leave the mask on his face. You kicked a family. And ahead for Hartsfield Jack. Oops, sorry about that. All right, uh, go ahead. This is from uh, WO's Fox 5 in Atlanta. I mean, just as a reminder, I know not many of the networks. I mean, obviously, Tucker did a spectacular job eulogizing this this scoundrel. But I just watched him on with CNN, did a one-on-one with Caitlin, Caitlin, whatever her name is, Caitlin Collins, and talking about how unfair all the criticism was. And by the way, by the way, this guy who will talk about how he's not political, he, he's mentioned at least three times that I've seen in the last week, he's mentioned January 6th. So this doctor, this scientist who represents science keeps invoking January 6th. I don't know what that has to do with science, but he's just a partisan hack who can't handle legitimate criticism from real experts like Rand Paul, Thomas Massey, real, real smart guys who've tried to hold his feet to the fire. And he knows they're not done with him. I mean, he's going to go into hiding. He'll get, he'll still appear, I'm sure, on CNN and MSNBC and continue to lie. But they're going to keep coming after him. According to Rand Paul, he said, save your emails because you are going to come before us under oath. And hopefully these guys fall through with it because this guy belongs in prison, if for nothing else, lying under oath. Can I remind you before we play this? Can I remind everyone that he, the U.S. government, that would be him, Dr. Fauci, funded the research in Wuhan that created the virus. So 6 million, 6.4 million people died worldwide, over a million Americans. We had the most deaths by, uh, from a virus that was created in a lab that got funding from the U.S. government. I heard that the first time and obviously denies it. He lies. And you're thinking, how do you keep your job when that breaks up? How do you keep your job when we find out you funded gain-of-function research, which is illegal in the U.S.? You have to go somewhere else. You have to go to Wuhan to get this. Uh, And he just shows up, keeps collecting his whatever it is, half a million a year, keeps collecting his kickbacks from Big Pharma. And nobody at you know, 90% of the mainstream media holds them accountable. They don't even ask about it. You know, you funded this research. To me, the two worst things, and one of them's personal, but that's as bad as it gets. You funded the virus, the, the creation, the study, the gain-of-function research that created the virus that killed a million Americans. That and the fact that he uh, oversaw the operation which tortured Beagles tortured thousands, tortured and killed thousands of beagles. I mentioned this to somebody the other day. It was a liberal friend. I have some of them. And she looks at me and goes, you're insane. I go, what? That never happened. I go, I mean, what, what, what are you watching? Google it. That's how I said, Google it. They, a court uh, ordered the release of 4,000 beagles. They were getting ready to be tortured and killed. And now they're available for adoption right here in New England, all over the country, in fact. Beautiful, beautiful beagles who were picked out by this monster because they're so docile and friendly. Anyway, that, that, that's not the worst thing. As much as I love beagles, he has done much, much worse things. It will always be part of his legacy as long as I'm here and as long as there are you know, a few people out there to remind people like 
about this family from Georgia. Let's listen to this report. And keep in mind, this was because of one man above all others. This is because Dr. Anthony Fauci uh, said you have to mask two-year-olds for a virus that doesn't affect them. Doesn't affect them at all. For a virus that kills, you know, 80-year-old immunocompromised people and obese people, you have to force an autistic baby to wear a mask or you can't fly. Go ahead, play this. Jackson International Airport. Officials say they expect nearly a million passengers to travel through the airport. The airport general manager assures travelers they are fully prepared with increased cleaning protocols, hand sanitizing stations, and free mask distribution. Meantime, a Georgia family was buckled up and ready for takeoff when the Southwest Airlines flight crew kicked them off the plane. They say it's because their two-year-old son with autism wouldn't wear a face mask. Fox News Janice Yu spoke with the couple who says they're not only frustrated, oh, but embarrassed about what happened. The couple says they were even more surprised by all of this because they've flown with their two-year-old son before, and it's never been a problem before Wednesday night. And the couple says they'd like more awareness and consideration for those like their son. You really fought a battle with a two-year-old. It's a situation that left Edwin and Maria Rios frustrated and confused. The couple says their family of five was kicked off their Southwest Airlines flight from Atlanta to New York because their two-year-old son, Elias, who has autism, wouldn't wear a mask. They don't understand those type of things, you know, when they're little. So, you know, it just makes it more harder when you have a kid that has a disability to try to force something like that on them. According to an advocacy group called Autism Speaks, it can be difficult for some on the autism spectrum to wear a mask. And CDC guidelines state exemptions can be made for those with disabilities. The Rioses say they explained this to the crew when they pre-boarded their flight. We told you his disability. You see our tickets we pre-boarded for his disability because we explained that to them in the front counter. The couple says they even tried to show the staff Elias would simply not keep his mask on. I grabbed him. I forced it on him. Like, I'm fighting with him to put the mask over. He ripped it right off of her and threw it on the floor. The family was eventually asked to get off the plane, but Edwin Rio says he told them he would only do so if the family was able to get their checked bags back. He says he knew they would have to go back home, and the key to their house was in... Oh, God. You know, they're, they're just sickening. Sickening! How does anyone watch that and not hold this monster accountable? He He knew... Yeah, two-year-olds, autistic or not, didn't need masks. He knew it. And yet, he, he, you know what he said the other day? He just said that, uh, I forget which interview, I mean, there's just so many with him, that uh, they should have, if they knew now what they, if they knew then what they know now, they would have been more restrictions. We would have had more restrictions, more closings. I mean, he, he, the guy has no remorse. The guy is just a bloodless sociopath. No remorse. You could tell him 51% increase in suicides from young girls. Wouldn't care. Wouldn't give a damn. I mean, it's just remarkable. He, I mean, anyone that could torture and kill beagles is a monster to begin with. But, and then we got, we got the good look at, uh, at what he's really all about when a few times, you know, when he's asked about criticism and he starts invoking, you know, January 6th, <laughs> Uh, but he talks about how if you criticize him, you're not really criticizing him. You're criticizing science, which is so it's the just peak arrogance and narcissism when you think about it. So if I criticize uh, the policy that forces two year old autistic kids to wear masks or 
uh, band members to play their saxophones in little pods, or I criticize the fact that hundreds of thousands, more than maybe, maybe millions of elderly Americans died alone. See, I'm, I, I guess I'm, I'm fortunate in this regard that my parents had passed away. My, my mother was in a nursing home. I can't imagine if they forced, uh, wouldn't let us in, I'd have been arrested trying to get in there because she could never do. She was at the point where she couldn't do FaceTime. You know, she couldn't Zoom. She would be alone and lonely and it's bad enough on a normal day in the nursing home. But to be isolated like that would have been a death sentence. And it was for thousands, hundreds of thousands of Americans died alone. And then what happened? They had like six people at the funeral, all because of Fauci. You couldn't have a normal funeral. I mean, you could if you were George Floyd or John Lewis. Right. That was fine. Or you could if you wanted to have a BLM protest or riot. That was fine. Because, you know, nonpartisan Tony Fauci said that that was different. You couldn't have a, a you know, a super spreader event like a concert or a, or a Trump rally. But if you had a BLM rally, no problem. I can't imagine. And I'm sure some people listening live through this. I can't imagine watching your father, your mother, your grandfather, grandmother die alone, like through a window or on zoom because this, this tyrant said, Oh no, no, we, we, we can't risk you going in and saying goodbye to your loved one. There are parents, there are fathers who didn't experience the birth of their child, their first baby because they weren't allowed in the delivery room because science said so. How do those people forget? How do you get over that? I, I didn't experience that. My kids were older. My, my parents were gone. How do you get over the fact that this little psychopath said, you can't go in there, hold your mother's hand as she passes away. You can't because she might get COVID. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sure there were many people arrested trying to force their way into nursing homes or, or climb in the window at the, assisted living facilities. I'm sure there are many people who did, but I, I can't imagine watching some network or whatever, New York times. Or, I mean, Dr. Fauci is going to win awards. He's going to get uh, profiles and courage from the, the, the sleazy Kennedy clan. And, and you know, your father, your mother died alone because of him. I, I don't know how you get past that. I don't know how you stomach watching the, the dishonesty, the hagiography for this little man. It's just sickening, but that's my, that's, that's my uh, thoughts on his enduring legacy. It's going to be old people dying alone, young people alone at home in front of screens or at school with masks. I'll remember we talked about the, the coach in New Hampshire who was fired because he wouldn't force his cross country runners to wear masks running cross country. Up in New Hampshire, he was, I think he was on Tucker. He was kind of a uh, national figure for a couple of days. He was a hero in my mind. He, he, he stood on principle. Got this guy, Robert, comment line says, watching a high school football game uh, in seven degree, 70 degree heat where all the players are wearing masks in a high school football game. I mean, it's going to be studied for years, for decades on how submissive uh, uh, how compliant people were adults, not kids. Kids do what they're told. Kids, kids are still being forced to wear masks in some places. It's not on the kids. It's on the adults who went along with this madness, who didn't stand up 
in mass and, and protest and say, I'm not going to put a mask on my two-year-old, you crazy person. Jesus, what is wrong with you? Forcing a child to block his, his breathing passages. What is wrong? I mean, Fauci admitted masks don't work. He admitted it, cloth masks. And then he turned around and said, turned around and said, oh, yeah, you got to wear a mask. Got to have two-year-old autistic kids wearing masks. Yeah, this is, this is comical. This is uh, a tweet from Jerome Adams. And uh, again, you know, there's lots of things about Trump I don't like. And if he's running against DeSantis, I hope DeSantis brings this up because he surrounded himself with the worst people, including Fauci. And we've gone over some of the names, John Bolton and Amarosa. How about Jerome Adams, uh, former, uh, the, the, that lispy guy who was the, um, the uh, Surgeon General. Uh, under under Trump, he, he Jerome Jerome Adams and I retweeted this. Uh, I think I retweeted this again this morning. Jerome Adams said Fauci wasn't looking to be in the spotlight. Huh? That's, Jerome Adams lump him in with Burks and Fauci. He he is part of that friggin' cartel that did so much damage. Let me see if I could find the Jerome Adams tweet. He might have deleted it because he took so much heat. Um, I, I responded with the with the laughing faces. Jerome Adams tweets: Tony never asked for the spotlight. Oh, Tony didn't, did he? Not once in fifty years. Okay, this is a sample. This is what kind of clown was serving as Surgeon General under Donald Trump. Jerome Adams, a guy who never has they to force masks and shutdowns and closings and everything else, and Trump didn't think to fire him. Why? 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 I mean, why, why didn't you say no? You're wrong. You brought in Scott Atlas. You listen. You had some smart people. You, you, you heard about the Great Barrington Declaration. We'll get to that. This is a sample of some of the cover shoots that this egomaniac posed for, including the famous in style one by the pool with sunglasses on while your grandfather died alone in a nursing home. Just sick. And, and, and by the way, you want to know what kind of person he is beyond just what kind of tyrant he is on his, on the job. If, if, if you don't remember, cause it was buried keep in mind, you were taken off Twitter, Facebook. If you criticized this guy, you were banned. Look what happened to Alex Berenson. The great Barrington declaration was a bunch of doctors. I mean, smart guys and, and, you know, just brilliant guys from Yale and, and Oxford and Stanford who did a paper, a study about how shutdowns, won't work, don't work, how shutdowns were a mistake, how closing schools was a mistake. Did Fauci confront them, debate them, listen to them? I mean, it's science. It's always changing, right? No, he conspired with that other scoundrel, Francis Collins, to suppress it. They got them on emails saying, we got to do what we can to keep this under wraps. We can't let this get out. A paper from respected scientists and doctors who said we shouldn't shut down schools and businesses. So he would stand, he would tolerate no dissent. He was the perfect guy for this authoritarian era, these last two years, where you criticized him, he shut you down, he silenced you, he worked with big tech to have you deplatformed. That's the kind of guy who uh, New York Times and ABC and CNN are saluting today. But I'll... I'll remember the uh, that two-year-old who's, who's, what is he now, three or four? That autistic kid who was kicked off a plane 
an autistic kid, kicked off a plane with his whole family because he wouldn't, his father, the father and mother wouldn't gag the poor child. That's Fauci's legacy. That and many, a spike in visits to the, uh, to the emergency room. But all right, what, uh, man, we got a lot of comments here. You got a lot of stuff. Let's do the, let's, before we move on, let's do the uh, famous uh, Fauci slipping up in front of the cameras and saying, I'm so, I'm Fauci. I'm, 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 I am science. I mean, have you ever heard anything more arrogant? This whole thing. I mean, I, I mean I, yeah, right. The Fauci effect is people who want to go to medical school to, you know, do such good work like he did. First of all, he's 81. He's almost 82. He should have retired 20 years ago. He's yeah. had a big fat pension 20 years ago, but he can't. He can't walk away. He's such an ego. He can't walk away from the spotlight, the cameras. He can't. He can't walk away from his friends, Rachel, by the way, he was on with Rachel last night. Rachel uh, took a break from her, you know, permanent vacation to come in and suck on his toes. And there he, and he, and he, he, he all his favorite reporters always uses their name over and over. Hey, Rachel, Rachel. Hey, hey Don. Hey, Ray Anderson. Rachel, you know, one, he, once as, a week looks good on your skin. As, 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 as he says, he went to the Tony Awards didn't go to the awards. He went to the before the, the parties. What other things did he do? He went to some other big, award, oh, the Kennedy center awards shows up at all those things, hangs out with his people. Good point by Linda. Great point. Tens of thousands of soldiers, Marines, Navy seals, well, national guardsmen kicked out of the military because of this monster who gets a cut of every Pfizer vaccine. I'm I'm guessing. So Kicking great people, the best people, out of the Navy SEALs because this little monster convinced the Biden regime that they have to force the vaccine, which doesn't work, on everybody. That's his legacy. This might be his legacy as a as an interview goes, as an admission goes. Let's listen to Fauci talk about the, the Fauci effect and make the claim that, you know, I am science. It's called the Fauci effect, which is sort of like, you know... As, trust me, I'm, I, I don't get excited about that. <laughs> I mean, it's nice. No, but look I how mean, giddy I it's, am. It's, it's, I, I, people go to medical school now. People are interested in science, not because of me, because people, most people don't know me, who I am. My friends know me. My wife knows me. But people don't know me. It's what I symbolize. And what I symbolize <laughs> in, a, in an era of the normalization of untruths and lies and and all the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people the craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth, and for people caring about people. Nothing says infection in a doctor like January 6th. January 6th, this nonpartisan guy thinks he represents the truth. I mean, can you imagine saying I symbolize something? (laughs) Just I symbolize, I symbolize truth in this era of misinformation. Again, this guy conspired to stop this great uh, Barrington Declaration from even seeing the light of day because they questioned him. These were brilliant men who turned out to be right. This scoundrel turned out to be wrong on everything seriously i mean wrong on everything on on herd on uh on natural immunity on masks on social distancing on school closings compare our results to sweden's again i looked it up 
with 6.4 million people died, a million in the U.S., the most in the world, the most uh, over a million. Um, school closings, obviously an abject failure. Businesses cost the economy trillions. These shutdowns cost us trillions. How was he successful at anything? I mean, honestly, how do you, other than ousting Trump, which is important, I know, to his acolytes, but how was he successful at anything? All right, let's listen. This is Fauci years ago talking about natural immunity. Something uh, his handlers at Pfizer said, keep it under your hat there, Tony. Yeah, Don't Tony. let people know that if they get COVID, then they have natural immunity, which is stronger than the vaccine. Let's yeah. let's listen to him talk about natural immunity back in the day before he was, uh, you know, before he was science. Uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no, if she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And if she, re- if she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Next, if she really has the flu, she right. should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be- it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. My ears might be broken, <laughs> but I feel like his tone changed a bit. Oh God! Oh, he's just so contemptible, just so slimy. Honest to God, I don't think we'll ever find out how much money he's made. He said in a hearing, he said, to, I think it was Rand Paul. He said when asked. There are 1,800 employees at the National Institute of Health who've made millions, I think it's 3 million or some, in payments from drug companies. And he asked, you know, if that was true or how much. Or how much. He said, we don't have to disclose that. By law, we don't have to disclose that. He's gotten, he's gotten fabulously wealthy. I mean, I don't think he has enough years left in him to spend all the money he's made. His, his heirs, I believe his daughter works for Twitter or Facebook or something. His heirs will inherit his millions but he has cashed in and gotten famous like nobody in history. And the results of, of him, his, his decisions have just been, just been indescribably destructive on the country. It's, it's amazing. And we'll co- continue to cover it up and talk about how wonderful he was, but Hey, go to world of meter. Look at the numbers, look at the, uh, you know, the, the deaths, total deaths, look at the total cases, look at the deaths per million. He, by any, by any definition, He's been a failure by any definition, how he's still on the job. It's such an amazing thing. As Tucker mentioned last night, nobody has lost their job in the National Institute of Health or, you know, the public health officials. No one's lost their job. No one's been fired and no one's been fired for the Afghanistan pullout, the disastrous Afghanistan pullout, which cost 13 service members their lives, which cost which left 85 billion in advanced U.S. weaponry behind, which allowed Taliban to move in and take over in a matter of days. Nobody, in fact, they've been promoted. It, our, our our federal bureaucracy is just so corrupt. All right, I went long on that. Well, you know, we'll do the Portnoy thing now. The Portnoy Stein feud because it relates because this is a great Fauci uh, tribute, quote unquote, from uh, from the great Alex Stein, and we'll get to. Brady and the uh, the Bills writer uh, as well. Let me do Shay, and then uh, we'll show you we'll show you the latest from Alex Stein and explain why Dave Portnoy hates him. Shay Concrete, you know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps. Whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shay has great values 
on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I, uh, if you don't know who Alex Stein is, you should. I think his Twitter handle is Alex Stein 99. Is that what it is? Yes. Uh, he's a, I'm going to say a performance artist. He got, he's been around for a while, but he really, he goes to town hall or city hall or city council meetings or school committee meetings where you're, where you are entitled by law to get like three minutes. Everyone gets three minutes and he doesn't waste his time. He was famous for, uh, I don't know, pretending to be someone during COVID who uh, you know, was upset at uh, COVID policy and they'd go crazy and they wouldn't know what to do. And they, they would have to listen to him and they would say, shut off his mic and shut off his camera. But he's really a comedian. And he really went to the next level when he waited outside capital for uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and said it was his favorite big booty Latina and she you know called the cops and the FBI and wanted him arrested because she's special she's precious spot the lie can't though be. can't spot the lie can you, you can't, <laughs> can't be joking I never thought her booty was that big but no she's fine she's it's not, fine it's not small I don't want to go I don't want to go over that again but uh, it's a nice topic. I was so he, so he turned one around pretty quick yesterday Fauci announces that he's getting out before the posse yesterday late morning and last night Alex Stein appeared at a city I believe a city council meeting do you have the, the Fauci performance? Because it's a song. We don't have to play it all. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's just insane. He's got a lot of Andy Kaufman in him. He doesn't really care. Oh, he did another one the other day where he went into a uh, community pool, like a big town pool, swimming pool with a women's bathing suit on. <laughs> and he was screaming about how they wouldn't let him in the woman's room. And he's, and he's kind of fat. And he's goofy looking. And he's just swimming around the pool with a woman. I think he might have had like a wig on or something too. And it was just hilarious. You can't watch this guy without laughing. If you, if you don't laugh at him, there's something wrong with you. But this is him yesterday at a city council meeting paying tribute to Tony Fauci. I miss you doing a deal. Do a test. Next speaker is Alex Stein. Guys, I have some terrible news. Dr. Anthony Fauci is retiring. I'm sure you heard the bad news. And it's going to be a nightmare, especially with the monkeypox epidemic. And you know who I am. I'm primetime 99 Alex Stein. I'm the greatest city council rapper of all time. Mayor Munz, don't give me that look. Come on, smile. Give me a little smile. Don't, give me a little smile. You know you're happy to see me. I'm on the grind all the time. I know my man Tony's here. He shares the same name as Tony Fauci. And let me tell you something, Anthony. Tony, I'm going to miss you so much. And all of us <laughs> could be the victim of a serious virus. Dr. Fauci saved our life. If it wasn't for Dr. Fauci, none of us would be here. So I prepared a little something for you, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci, 
What can I say? Dr. Fauci, you made me gay. Dr. Fauci, I love you so much. Dr. Fauci, I need to touch. Dr. Fauci, please don't leave. Dr. Fauci, I ripped up my weed. Dr. Fauci, stick it in my butt. Dr. Fauci, you made me nut. Dr. Fauci, stick the needle. Dr. Fauci, test it on the people. Myocarditis with my homie Titus. You say this on the virus, and I'm always on the ground. Cause I'm number 89. One more Fauci. So, uh, that, that goes on for a while. I think three more That's minutes. In a city, uh, city council meeting, and uh, they don't know what to do with him. They gave him three minutes, and then they say, you got to go now. And he plugs his, whatever, his website or his Instagram uh, handle or whatever. And uh, I saw this, and then I see Dave Portnoy tweeting about how much he hates Alex Stein. And I'm like, how can you hate Alex? I guess I, I understand why you know people with no sense of humor hate Alex Stein, but I didn't quite get it. I, I, I saw it from Portnoy and there was a big reaction. People, some people hate Stein, some love him, And, and some people were uh, going after Portnoy and some were defending him. And then I've realized it was from a previous uh, performance where he went to, and it was hilarious. We do, do you have the performance in Las Vegas? He went before the Las Vegas city council. I don't know how he does this. He just finds where the meetings are. He prepares songs and performances, but he goes in front of the uh, Las Vegas city council to complain that he was uh, taken advantage of by a, uh, by a casino. And uh, it, it goes off the rails, but initially some barstool guy retweeted this cause or uh, shared it because it's funny. And uh, then uh, they realized he was making fun of gambling. I mean, he's, it's a joke. He's not, he's not criticizing gambling. It's a, it's a comedy performance. So now Barstool, now Portnoy is going after people, going after comedians who do little bits on, on gambling. Do I have that right? Yeah. They, they, like I said, though, they had something in um, their contract with Penn that they can, they can't really touch that topic. So they had to take it off their page. And that was the issue with and that. And Alex Stein pointed that out, and then Portner says, I hate Alex Stein because yeah. he does a. All right, well, we'll I, play it and you decide. This is a. I agree with Stein. Portnoy. Is, I agree with Portnoy, but he's going way too far in the other way. It's like, dude, just say well, you had so to take it you, down. <laughs> if you take it down, um, first of all, it's a joke. It's not serious. Secondly, yeah. why, do you, why do you hate him? What makes you hate him? Because yeah. he's funny. You know, because because he's off the wall. I mean, wouldn't it? Wouldn't he have been a good barstool guy a few years oh, ago? Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's listen to his performance. Um, and he keeps a straight face so long; it's just amazing after, with some of the stuff he says. But this is uh, Alex Stein in front of the Las Vegas City Council uh, a few days ago. It just shows me that, you know, Las Vegas is really not heading in a good direction because after my experience a couple of nights ago, I had a very terrible experience where um, I think these casinos take advantage of people by giving people free drinks. Wait, excuse me. You said your name was Alex Stein? Yes. Okay, thank you. What I'm saying is these <laughs> casinos give people free drinks and then they become vulnerable and then end up gambling more money than they have. Yeah. And I was a victim of that. And I lost a lot of money. And I'm facing a lot of issues right now. My wife's boyfriend recently got her pregnant and I'm here 
here for a church event um, speaking for I'm a member of the Church of Scientology and I don't normally drink but I'm very vulnerable I'm in a position now where I don't know what I'm going to do because financially I'm going to have to take care of this baby potentially because he's out on parole right now and he has an upcoming case where he could be facing a long time in jail so potentially I'm gonna have to financially support this baby and I come to Las Vegas for a work event and I get fed alcohol and I get entirely way too intoxicated I go to the ATM I use my credit card they make it very accessible to be able to gamble with my credit card you know this Mary Goodman they make it absolutely incredibly accessible councilman to be able to take all I have and now I got to go back to Clearwater Florida and I have nothing so after this after I start drinking I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm very distraught. And the one good thing about this city, I will say, the one good thing is, I, of all the cities I've been to, it's the first city. Last night at 4 a.m., I saw multiple people on Fremont Street taking the vaccine. That's the only place I've seen a 24/7 vaccine uh, operation in the United States of America, and that's here in Las Vegas. I saw lots of people on Fremont Street doing the vaccine, and I, I want to commend you on the one thing. But the vulnerability of the tourists that come here, like myself. It, you're preying on people like me. And then I end up meeting a nice Filipino girl. I take her back to my hotel room, come to find out I, I cost money for her service to come to my room. <laughs> Mary Goodman. I, I, I end up having a, a good time. We start kissing. We take off her clothes. She has, she has male genitalia. She's a transgender. Mary Goodman. Excuse me. This, we're in a public venue. He gets kicked out right there. Uh, yeah, and, and then he just says goodbye. He's, he just he just keeps going, and uh, that's the video which uh, Barstool had to take down or whatever, not share because he's making fun of gambling. But it's all a joke. He's not really. It didn't really happen, Portnoy. Uh, anyway, and then Portnoy tweets so much he hates him, hates Alex Stein. One but of it, one of Portnoy's guess, tweets <laughs> says, and let me clarify why I hate Alex Stein. I hate losers who make everything political on both sides. One of his guys posted the video without watching it. It all started to go viral. So that guy went back and looked again. And when he watched the full vid, he saw the gambling stuff. That's why he hates Alex Stein. Okay. The gambling stuff isn't real. It's not <laughs> real. He didn't really lose all his money. He didn't really take a little Filipino girl with a penis up to his room. It was all a joke. So is, uh, does Barstool have to uh, monitor every comedian to see if they don't make fun of, you know, gambling casinos or know whatever filipino transgender kids i don't know man it just seems like an overreaction but anyway let's move on let's get to uh how much time we got uh, uh we'll see how it goes i'm gonna guess portnoy will uh, eventually uh, realize the guy's just a comedian and a funny one and he's got a kind of a niche man he's tireless he shows up in washington one day and austin the next day and vegas the next day la the next day i'm not sure if he's making money, but he sure is uh, making a splash. And uh, and uh, I don't think he's going to slow down anytime soon. Alex Stein, 99. It's a good follow, too. But anyway, let's get to this Brady thing because we talked about it yesterday. Um, Brady returned after 11 days and it hit the ground running. All the reports out of Tampa said he was throwing bullets and hitting guys between the numbers and looked great. So he missed two preseason games, which he wasn't going to play in any way. I don't think he's even going to play in the third one. He'll be back. He'll be fine. But uh, again, I find this hard to defend. I generally defend Tom Brady. I know you know that, but he didn't do the mass singer. That would have been ridiculous. I didn't believe it. Nobody believed it. It was just a dumb made up rumor. 
But apparently he did go on a family vacation to the Bahamas. Okay, I got a question for you. His season ended in January. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. It begins again in July. Like late July. That would be six months from January to July. Why don't you go to the Bahamas in those six months? Why do you wait till the season starts? <laughs> go to the Bahamas. I mean, I understand he doesn't need preparation like other people. I understand he's special. He's the greatest ever. But you have six months off and you choose to go to the Bahamas when you come back to work in August or in late July and, and you're in the middle of preseason. If he's just said, no, I need to go home and uh, take care of uh, whatever, coach my kids Little League or Pop Warner team, or I, go, I need to go home and uh, take my uh, you know kids to to Splash Mountain or something. You go to the Bahamas on, with your wife after the season essentially begins. Just seems like a strange decision for a guy who just came off a six month break. And I, I know he works his ass off, and I know he was at QB camps and mini camps and everything else. But how long do you go to the Bahamas for? Like a week at most. You just had. 26 weeks off. Who do you think you are? The president? By the way, we get that number. The president has taken 220 vacation days in a year and a half. <laughs> That's a hundred and what would that be? 140 vacation days, 150 vacation days a year. <laughs> half the year. He's taken seven months vacation in a year and a half. Which, as everybody, when I tweet about this, everybody says, good, keep him on vacation. But uh, I, in, in other NFL news, this, this story's hilarious. Um, yeah, the guy, Scott, points out that the Barstool posted it on their main page, then deleted it. Then Stein called him out, and he brought up the allegations against him. Well, what's, of course he's going to call him out. Stein did nothing. Well, did nothing. Again, he's not really making fun of gambling. That was all made up. It was all a comedy bit. No, I think I think Jesus. he's just pointing out that the real heat's coming from him bringing up the um, the hit pieces that came out for no reason. It appears. Oh, about oh, about uh, Portnoy. Yeah, he doesn't actually bring them up. He alludes to them, but he doesn't actually bring them up. Um, but uh, again, Portnoy is smart. He knows what he's doing, and he knows that he has to walk that tightrope. He can't. He can't be honest and say he's. He's a real conservative and a, and a free market guy and a Trump guy. He can't say that because then his people at his company, as they did when he interviewed Trump, will shiv him in the back again. So he has to walk that light rope. It can't be easy. But um, so the Buffalo Bills, as we know, are like favorites. Uh, are they favored to to win the Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl? What are they right now? They've the top two or three teams are certainly favored to win the AFC East. Um, but uh, check the odds on that because they're, they're a blast. I mean, they're, they're, they're a fun team with a great quarterback. They do all kinds of fun things. You saw them, you know, singing songs in the preseason. Uh, they are, they're America's team right now. And I'm going to guess if you're a beat writer, you couldn't ask for a better team to cover. Apparently they, they got some personalities and they got some studs and some stars and a great young quarterback. Well, uh, let me, let me get this story up. They're plus the, 600. Um, uh, okay. What does that mean? They're plus 600. Are they favored or not? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's, that's almost, that's crazy that it's that low. Who's, who's, who's second Tampa and then Kansas city. Tampa. How can they be second? They'd be favored Tampa. 
I did I did I send you this uh, tweet from this? Uh, here it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, I just want to make sure I got the name of the this guy, the uh, Buffalo beat writer, who is uh, upset at one thing from the uh, Bills this preseason. You know, you think everything's perfect, not quite. He's an AP writer who covers the Buffalo Bills, and his name is John Waro, and he's there covering practice watching Josh Allen do his thing. And he tweets out curious period. Just dawned on me that the bills practice music soundtrack rarely, if ever features a female act. <laughs> what the hell? So the players pick the music generally, I think I mean, the coach, the same with the Patriots. I know Mike Reese tweets out uh, the songs and generally they're uh, hip hop. And even when Brady was here, he was a hip-hop guy, so they played a lot of hip-hop and a lot of rap. And I'm going to guess they probably do the same. Maybe Josh Allen plays country music, but John Waro, a blue check, for, works for AP. Uh, this got 220 likes. Didn't get much, yeah. <laughs> uh, dawned on me, the Bills rarely, if ever, feature a female act. <laughs> That's... That's your complaint as you're watching the team hearing the music, which 25 year old guys picked out and you upset that they don't have any, you know, Lizzo or any (laughs) Taylor Swift. Okay. Sorry, John. Maybe, you know, they'll, you know what they'll do? They'll placate him one of these days because this kind of went viral. Bobby Burke has a column about it, mocking the guy. They'll do a day, which all females, they'll, they'll do a day, which, you know, all whatever, Taylor Swift and, uh, and Lady Gaga and everything else. But uh, just to mock them. <laughs> I, I, uh, quick, quickly, a couple things I mentioned. I want to get to it. Uh, let's uh, we, we talked a lot about this transgender inmate uh, in New Jersey who knocked up to this trans woman who knocked up two two other women in prison because uh, who could have seen that coming? Demi Minor, she was uh, in the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for Women in Union Township. She impregnated two of her fellow inmates, and they shifted her, they transferred her to the uh, Garden State Youth Correctional Facility. And he and he was afraid that it's the punks there. He's doing thirty years for stabbing his former foster father to death. Complained that he's been mistreated and abused at his new prison where the staff, the staff refused to acknowledge her gender identity. Well, uh, he ended up in the emergency room, according to his own post, after using a razor to cut out one of his testicles in a suicide attempt. When, when I began to bleed, I did not even think about dying. I just thought about finally having relief from the pain that I felt. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, I mean, uh, the headline is just hilarious. Uh, Trans prisoner who impregnated two inmates at women's prison reveals she tried to remove her testicle with a razor to stop the pain, <laughs> to stop the pain of being mistreated and misgendered. I'll never so get over that pain, sentence. She removed her testicle. <laughs> she removed, as I tweeted, as the poor girl only had one testicle, said tried to remove, according to her, she removed her own testicle in protest because the guards were misgendering her. <laughs> you know what? This, this, I think this story just broke yesterday. We're going to have to wait for some reaction because there'll be somebody who will say, this is this poor woman, this poor woman who murdered her uh, foster father, stabbed her like a hundred times, and then had a blast at women's prison. 
you know, he'd still be having a blast at women's prison if he just could have, you know, shrouded his spout. He'd have been, he'd been living the life for the next 30 years. <laughs> it was consensual. He was not accused of raping anybody. The, the other inmates said, yes, that's, you know, they agreed. And now he's cutting out, a, I guess this is going to send him to some, you know, nervous hospital because the guy is clearly insane. But, you know, get well, Demi, more. And uh, at least you got one testicle left, you know. True. At least she didn't uh, remove all your testicles. And there's another, and I'm not going to get into it. There's a tweet or a story online about a 10-year-old transgender model. And it's just so sad. The poor kid, the poor boy, his mother and father, whatever, his parents are both transgender. He's, they're transgender activists, and they raised this poor boy to be a, a transgender model. And now he's walking runways. He's 10. It's sick. It's obscene. And there'll be very little criticism because... As we know, you're not allowed to criticize certain people. I didn't really get to, and I'm not going to do it. I didn't get to the the John Solomon report. is Because you know what? It's no surprise. It's just no surprise. Biden facilitated the raid on Mar-a-Lago, according to uh, John Solomon, who is a terrific reporter. Headline, Biden White House facilitated DOJ's criminal probe of, of Trump scuttling pre, uh, privilege claims. This is according to memos that uh, John Solomon got a hold of. So there you go. Trump, uh, Biden's lying, as we all knew. Karine Jean-Pierre is lying. Biden put out the code red and uh, ordered the raid on Mar-a-Lago. No surprise there. But uh, anyway, today's all about uh, saying goodbye to the evil elf. In one week's time, we got rid of Miss Piggy, Mr. Potato Head, and the evil elf. It's a, We're on a pretty good run, mm. even though... He may not end up in prison where he belongs, but we're on a pretty good run. Uh, and we'll see, you know, who else gets whacked at CNN. Apparently the, uh, there, uh, those uh, cuts are just, have just begun at CNN, a absolutely flailing, failing cable news network. But uh, that will do it for today. I don't think we've ever had more comments. Did I read? To... Oh man. Did I miss, uh, miss some good ones? I must've. I was putting them up. Uh, you saw, uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of people. Uh, that's true. No one was fired for nine eleven. No one was fired for Afghanistan. No one was fired for a million dead from COVID. No one was fired for trillions uh, squandered in our uh, uh, economy, destroying our economy over COVID. No one. Instead, we light candles to him, pay tribute to him. By the way, did you ever see Fauci in his home office, decorated with pictures of Fauci? Uh-huh. Decorate. He has the damn candles in his office, those Fauci candles, and he has big paintings of himself. I've seen a bigger egomaniac. I mean, Trump names his companies after him, but uh, I'm not sure he lights candles to himself like this little man. But He's the, uh, the, Trump at least. the Alex Rodriguez of PhDs. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> yep, he is. He's very similar. Guy's just total narcissist. But that'll do it. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and commenting. Thanks for uh, chiming in, all you commenters. Uh, thanks to you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will do it again tomorrow. Night, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me.
Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. The Mass GOP stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to massgop.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.